Hey friends, I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Erin Cusio, and this is Room for Lovely. Each week, we'll bring you incredible guests with relatable stories and encouraging wisdom who remind us to look for the loveliness in every single day. Because while not all of life is lovely, there is room for loveliness in every single season. Happy Valentine's Day, friends. Guys, today is a really, really big day. Today is the one-year anniversary of the Room for Lovely podcast. One year ago, I released my very first episode proclaiming my love for Valentine's Day. I thought it was only fitting that this special venture would begin on what is my most favorite holiday of all of the holidays. And today, I've got something else really big and really special to announce. But more about that in just a minute. One year ago, I jumped off of a cliff and said yes to something that I felt God had been calling me to for a really, really long time. This podcast was a dipping my toe in the water of sorts to saying a full yes to God. That may seem silly to you. I mean, I have followed God for my whole life, but I am also willing to admit that I have usually tried to steer the ship. Far too often, when I get direction from God, I find myself saying, oh, you want me to go this way? No problem. I'll take it from here. I am a terrible delegator, and I'm even worse about relinquishing control to the one who should have it most, a sovereign God who is far more able than I am or ever could be. Starting Room for Lovely required me to put my own doubts, my own fears, my own insecurities aside and simply say yes. What if no one listened? What if I couldn't keep up with it? What if it wasn't perfect? What if it didn't sound good? What if I couldn't find guests? What would people think about me? Who wants to hear me talk anyway? But I knew I had to say yes and let God do the rest. And man, has he done the most. 20,000 downloads later with connections all over the world to people I never could have reached on my own. He keeps showing up and asking me for one more yes and then another and then another. One thing that I've learned about God is that when I am willing to surrender, His way is always better. His plans and His dreams for me are far bigger than any I could ever create for myself, and He always shows up when I need Him most. As I look back into the rear view of my life, I can see pillar after pillar of moments where He has blown my mind with His faithfulness. There have been so many moments that I could not see any possible way that it would work. And not only has he provided a solution, but it was far better and far more seamless than I could ever have imagined. And that leads me to one of the biggest yeses I've ever had to say, writing a book. I have been writing for years. I was first published in a middle school poetry anthology, and I have been writing ever since. I've been blogging for over 10 years. But casually writing when I felt inspired and writing a whole dang book for the whole world to read, well, those are two very different things. If you're listening, I have no idea where our paths may have crossed. Maybe you've known me for a really long time, or maybe we've never even met. Maybe you know parts of my story, or maybe you don't really know much at all. But a little over six years ago, my whole life changed. A little over six years ago, we lost our fourth son, Jacob, in early labor. The loss was unexpected and utterly devastating. It was 10 days before Christmas, and I hobbled along through the holidays and into a new year. 
And then, just weeks later in January, our family began a new adventure, traveling back and forth to Texas to start a business. All of this loss and transition left me feeling very unraveled. You see, at this moment, when I looked at the rearview mirror of my life, I could only see smoke and rubble. Everything felt shattered and uncertain, and everything ahead felt unknown. About two weeks after we lost Jacob, I was standing in church when I felt a small whisper that said, This, this is where your book will come from. I couldn't see it then. I found myself wondering how on earth anything good could come from this pain. The story wasn't even done. In fact, it was only just beginning. But the next few years of my life, God began to use my grief and my feeling of being unraveled to uncover knots that had been tucked in my soul for a really long time. Knots of pain that I had pushed down and refused to acknowledge. Slowly, those knots began to rise to the surface. And like never before, I felt compelled to bravely face them and do the hard work of untangling them all. Knots of shame, comparison, insecurity, and doubt had long since gotten in the way of my ability to walk in my true purpose. But in walking through my grief and walking through my knots, I was able to discover the girl that I was always meant to be. Now, I'll tell you that I have by no means arrived on this topic. I still struggle so often. I struggle my way through these same things, and sometimes I wonder if I always will. But I am not the same girl I was when I lost Jacob. And in fact, sometimes I think that there was a gift in my grief, a jewel tucked away in this very hard season of my life, because I finally realized that this wasn't just about losing Jacob, but it was also about finding myself. In losing him and in looking to God, I have discovered my own purpose and identity, and I have been given the gift of learning to live lovely. Despite the pain, despite the heartache, I have seen that there is still loveliness here, and I can live it out day after day, even when it's hard. Friends, one year ago, I released the very first episode of Room for Lovely. I think there is no more fitting day than today to announce another very important release, my new book, Unraveled, Finding the Lovely When Life Comes Undone. It releases on May 2nd, but it is officially available for pre-order today. That's right. You can pre-order your copy today. It all feels a little bit surreal. Writing this book is one of the things that I am most proud of in my life. It has also been one of the hardest things, hands down, that I have ever done. It has pressed the buttons of all the things that I am most insecure about. And it is required that I package them all up in one pretty little book, and then ignore my doubts and jump boldly into what God is asking me to do. It has required me to be vulnerable and transparent. I hate to let my guard down. It has required me to revisit my grief, and it has required me to push past my comfort zone in a thousand different ways. But just like God has done time and time again for me, with every small yes that I've said to Him, He has shined the light a little further out into the path, and he has illuminated opportunities that I never could have imagined. For me, for this book, for the steps ahead, I believe that this is only just the start. So who is this book for? Well, I want to tell you that this is not a book that is solely about grief. 
Sure, my grief was a catalyst on my personal journey, but maybe you don't share the connection of the loss of a child. That's okay. Maybe you've walked through a different kind of grief. We can grieve for so many different reasons. Maybe you're grieving a life that doesn't look quite like you pictured. Maybe you're grieving a lost relationship or friendship. Perhaps you're grieving the loss of an opportunity. This book is for you. Maybe you haven't experienced deep grief. This book is still for you. I found that when I began to get vulnerable in my circles and simply speak about the personal struggles I was facing with performance mentality, comparison, identity, self-doubt, self-worth, self-sabotage, heads all around me began to nod. We live in a society that pushes us to appear perfect at all times. All the while, we're being bombarded with noise all around us that tells us how imperfect we are and that we'll likely never measure up. But what if we talked about it more? What if we were all a little bit more open about our struggles? Listen, not to the point where we're airing our dirty laundry every chance we get. I still believe in discretion, but perhaps just enough to allow those around us to find freedom to let their guards down a little. To know that they don't have to pretend to be perfect here because we certainly aren't. Perhaps we might all feel a little less alone and realize that we're all a little more alike than we think. My prayer for this book is that as the pages are turned, heads would begin to nod. My hope is that those who read it will see that we can find lovely in the midst of the most painful places in our lives if we simply look for it. My hindsight knowledge tells me that in all things, God is good. And if it's not good, it's not the end. My deepest desire is not that my story would be told, but that you would find yourself in the words of this story, that you would feel seen and known, and that you would find the freedom to begin to live with abundant authenticity, because we all need a little less performance and a little more walking in purpose. So what now? Well, I couldn't be more thrilled to tell you that while Unraveled doesn't release until May 2nd, it is officially available for pre-order now. That means that you can order now and get it in time for Mother's Day gifts or summer beach treating. You can order now and get a little surprise when it arrives in the mail on May 2nd. And you can order now to get in on some really fun, exclusive digital content. Not only will you get a few advanced digital chapters, but I've got some other great things to say thank you for your pre-order that will be delivered right to your email when you order today. And if you order in the month of February, you'll be entered to win a Live Lovely box that will be filled with a few of my favorite lovely things. All February pre-orders are eligible and one winner is going to be selected on March 1st. How do you pre-order? Well, it's easy. You can pre-order by heading to book.erincusio.com. I'll link it in the show notes, on my Instagram, and pretty much anywhere and everywhere I can find a place to put a link because I really want you to get your hands on it and it would mean the world to me. How can you help? Well, in the next few months, I will probably be saying quite a bit about Unraveled because I am so passionate about its message. I hope that maybe you'll talk about it too. I hope you'll share and tell a friend and grab a copy for a friend or three that maybe you think need its message. Friend, I am so grateful for your support on this journey. To everyone who has been encouraging me along the way, thank you. It means more to me than you could ever know, and I never could have made it this far without the support of so many beside me cheering me on. And would you pray with me? Would you pray that this book lands in the hands of every single person that needs to read it most? 
But more than anything, I hope that you will allow this whole journey to be an encouragement to you to keep saying simple yeses to God. Our yeses build, and they take us farther than we ever could have imagined and dreamed possible. As we walk one foot in front of the other toward the things that God has called us to do, we find Him taking us further and further away from the shore, and it's the best kind of venture into the unknown. It's these simple steps of faith that make some room for lovely. 